Crush Barbecue Show. I'm your host, Abe Delgado. As we continue through this pandemic, there is so much uncertainty with jobs, basic necessities. Through this darkness, glimmers of light begin to appear throughout the world, with people caring and lending a hand to fellow humans in order to survive. In this special episode, I chat with my friends Danny and Brenda Castillo of Heritage Barbecue. Together with an all-star cast, they have started a project to help those in need. We talk about how this project came to be. We catch up on their plans to open a new restaurant, their latest trips to Texas, and what they're doing to survive during these harsh times. If you'd like to hear their backstory, check out episode 6 of season 1. I hope you enjoy this special episode. This is Heritage Barbecue. friends daniel and brenda castillo of heritage barbecue what's up y'all hi hey Abe, how you doing good man so this is uh this is your second time on the show you were on uh, season one episode six where we covered you guys uh kind of your history your background and everything and uh, a lot has happened since then so i wanted to, to do a little recap for some of the listeners that uh, that are just tuning in and didn't listen to episode six, I recommend that you go back to episode six, but we'll do a little recap here uh, of kind of how you guys got started and then we'll kind of move on. So uh, we started doing, um, I mean, I've always done a lot of backyard cooking. I've always liked to just entertain people and have friends over the house. And that's kind of like where it all started, to be honest with you. Um, Even before, you know, stepping foot into the state of Texas or, even looking into uh, Texas-style barbecue. You know, we just did the stuff that you would normally do in any backyard in Hispanic family, you know, grilling uh, carne asada, cooking chicken, pollo asado, uh, stuff like that, and then moving into things like, you know, different types of things like beer can chicken and and then, you know, get into and getting into doing uh, like pulled pork and that sort of thing. But, uh, yeah, I just got started doing it out of the backyard and my first kind of uh were grills they weren't smokers yeah i just uh they were basically just like those cheap ones that you can buy at home depot you know and Mm -hmm. uh we would just use charcoal out of bags i always like to use mesquite um that was always kind of my thing Mm -hmm. and uh you know after that just kind of went on to one of those home depot offset smokers you know just some really cheap thin you know piece of crap basically and most of them were i didn't even purchase them they were just hand-me-downs or or buys on craigslist or something like that and all of this was before he even went to culinary school so it was just trial and error picking up stuff and then culinary school and then texas happened to us so it's it was a lot before it became what it is yeah 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 and we go into very very specific details in the in the first uh episode Again, episode six of season one. Um, so now you've been doing it, what, three years? You did culinary yes. school. You uh, worked in the restaurant industry. And then uh, and then you started doing pop-ups, right? Yeah, we well, we've been doing Heritage heritage Barbecue for the last five years. Uh, okay. It'll be uh, five years in May, mm-hmm. actually. Okay. But uh, when we started, when we started to switch over to doing 
Texas style barbecue was three years ago. And that's when we started to really kind of pick up steam um, with, uh, you know, getting getting people to notice us a little bit more, you know, friends telling friends. And, uh, and you know me, man, I'm a, I'm a big beer drinker. And mm-hmm. uh, just, just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so I spend a lot of times at a lot of these independent breweries here in Orange County. Made a lot of friends with a lot of brewers and uh, kind of used that as a, a jumping point to uh, take the business to the breweries and on the road. Yeah. I, thankfully, I've been invited to a couple of these. So I, uh, <laughs> I'm going to throw the air quotes out there. This is testing for <laughs> for different uh what do you call it? Uh, recipes in your in your different recipes right so of course you have to try all the beers it's, right yeah it's absolutely so that so that so when we first started doing that that's when we would use a lot of the beers and the recipes and and did a lot of experimenting and it was kind of like my way to get the breweries to notice us and and kind of like hey you know we want to do this event and would you like to collab and you know, let me grab some beers for you and let me experiment. And, you know, 50% went into recipes. The other 50% went into my mouth. But <laughs> um, but that's well, that's R&D. But it's, you know, uh, barbecue is, sh- I mean, I love to eat barbecue. You know that. We go to eat at restaurants and it's all about sharing barbecue. And mm-hmm. that's the same thing with beer. It's just like a social experience, experience you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, anytime, anytime I have to go to a brewery to have uh, to write a menu I always like to have a couple friends there just to you know have a good time and two heads are always better than one and you know like hey what do you think this will go good in or or whatever you know so mm-hmm. yeah that's how that came about yeah and you know one of the big things you you've you've really expanded yourself um, not only in in your cooking but also as far as uh, your friendships and and um, you know all all of the the, the different relationships that you have now across yeah. the, the state of Texas and, and and California as well with all the breweries and whatnot and uh, you know I I've uh, I've been able to travel with you a couple of times and and you you've become kind of this this big uh, character out in California that everybody <laughs> everybody knows because you're willing to go out there and uh, and bust your butt help somebody out on a hot day and and serve plates and cut and and uh, let's talk a little bit about some of your your trips to texas and what they've meant to you and, and kind of what you've gotten out of them yeah sure i mean there's uh i still probably have about uh, on my list of places that i would love to visit i probably have like a good you know two dozen places i would like to go to visit and i you know i always try to i think on our last trip uh i've never been to houston and uh and I had a feeling that this might be one of our last trips to Texas in a long time. And there's a lot of people down there that I've got to meet in different parts of Austin or, or Rockdale or worked or, you know, worked in different restaurants in different parts of central Texas. And now they, you know, moved down to, to Houston, the Houston area for some reason. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like, for example, uh, Russell and Misty Regals. You know, we got to hang out with them. And, like, to me, Russell's one of the OGs of uh, on the barbecue scene. I mean, he's, you know, he's obviously he's been doing it longer than Aaron Franklin's been doing it. You know, he's had other barbecue restaurants before he started Regal's Barbecue. And, you know, they're just really great people. And after meeting him and his wife, you know, I knew that 
I just, you know, had to go down there and, and meet him and his wife and not meet him, but go and spend time well, with them. I met them for the first time this last trip and they treated me like they already knew me like family. And mm-hmm. um, we, we met outside the restaurant first for just dinner and it was nice. And um, then we went to the restaurant. I don't know. Was the next day or the day after? And no, we, well, we got drunk. Oh, I got drunk with uh yeah, with I, them. I couldn't could drink this last trip. <laughs> yeah, we had we popped a couple of really good bottles of wine at this restaurant that they took us to I drink over water. in Houston. <laughs> uh... But uh, but my my point is that uh, yeah, there's uh, relationships with people that you know I I truly do miss you know being back home and not being able to see these people all the time and you know when you're over there they they treat you like family and. Uh, yeah. You know, and and when you when you get back home, it's like, you know, they they opened up their their hearts to you and their and the restaurants as their homes to you for that brief moment. And, you know, Abe, it's like when you walk into one of these restaurants in Texas and they know you, it's like, I mean, they'll they'll give you the their shirt off the back. Literally, you know, they, they bend mm-hmm. over backwards on on making you feel like you're somebody special. You know what I mean? And you they give you that that red carpet treatment that's it's it's amazing you know i mean it's just like you know we can go to five or six places in one day maybe more than that and get treated the same exact way in every barbecue joint you know what i mean i mean we could go to more but our stomachs could not handle it we they overfeed (laughs) us at every restaurant yeah you know how it is i mean those platters start coming out it's like you know you have five grandmas in every house you go to she gets offended if you don't eat like you have to eat every one because i mean it's good but you can only eat so i can only eat so much (laughs) yeah and it's funny i mean you can have brisket you know you know five six seven times in a day and then you know, you, you have it on at the last place that you stop at and you're like, holy shit, that was great. Like, what's what are you doing out here? I mean, this is this is excellent. So it's it's great to to see. You know, I know a lot of people don't uh, a lot of barbecue guys get sick of eating brisket. And, but you I mean, if you have to go try somebody's brisket at a, at a barbecue place in Texas, I mean, you just have to. So if they have any left. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh I- I know we went on one to the Dallas Fort Worth area. We did uh, oh, Derek yeah. Allen's in Panther City, and uh, Zavala's in Hurtado, and then Helberg yeah. on the way back. And uh, and we did a little the time before you, me, and Brenda went, and we did kind of old school Kreitz and Schmitty's. Oh yeah, and, that was great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We so we've we've done them quite a bit of traveling. Is there any places that you've had something and you're like? You know what? This was badass, inspiring. I'm gonna come back to California and try it right away. Any recipes that you tried? Uh, to... All of them. Yeah, I mean, uh, I could, I, I, you know, Derek Allen's. Leaf, you bring that up. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's not. I mean, not, not like the, any of the other food is not great at all. But his mac and cheese was phenomenal. You know, and uh, it's, uh, it's something that I was like, wow, like, you know, this is the way I like to make mac and cheese. You know, I. One of the one of the things I don't like is when it's it's dry or it's pasty. I like it to have a little bit of a body to it, but still have you know a lot of creaminess to it and being fresh. And that mm-hmm. and that only really comes with making it in batches. Like you can't do like a huge pot of it and then have that for the day. Like you gotta you know whip some up you know fresh, fresh like you know ever so often so that way it, the quality is there. Mm-hmm. Um, Panther City, I mean. 
that uh that bris uh, brisket elote bowl that they do there was mm. just oh, fantastic <laughs> i mean everything they did there was good man the, oh yeah uh, the those jalapeno poppers they did those texas twinkies that they do there stuffed mm-hmm. with brisket wrapped in uh bacon i don't think those are on the menu those are just like a little pitmaster snack that they let us have but you know that was fantastic Too but young. yeah but brenda and i you know we uh we like to eat our barbecue like we like to eat our Mexican food. You know, we like to eat uh, brisket with salsa and tortillas. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, Valentina's is really, mm-hmm. you know, popular with us. And and 2M Smokehouse in San Antonio. And, um, yeah, Panther City and, you know, everybody else that's doing it that way. Um, who else? Who else did we visit up that way? Oh, Zavala's. Uh, unfortunately, they were out of the. What were the tacos they were out of when we went there? Barba, hey, is, uh, was it barbacoa? No, I can't I remember. It, I think it was the carnitas, wasn't it? Was it maybe? I don't know. I can't yeah, remember. I don't remember. That day was kind of a blur, but <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, I mean, there, as far as things that that stand out, uh, yeah, Philip Helberg and uh, Yvette Helberg. You know, they yeah. they run a fantastic restaurant there. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I've been there a few times. I think I've been about three times now. And uh, their uh, pesto stuff, turkey breast that they do there is <laughs> is is just fantastic. Uh, I like to eat it old school with just like a slice of white bread and like bust open a packet of mayonnaise, you know, spread some of that on there, some mustard. Um, I think they sell cheese there, too. They have. Uh, they oh, have yeah. A por- little- yeah. Mm-hmm. Portioned out little cheese things. Um, and throw some of that on there and just make like a badass like turkey sandwich, you know, I mean, just a fold over basically. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I mean, I could eat that. Like, uh, I think it's on the weekends. They do fresh baked bread. So, oh, man. yeah. So it's like re- a thick slice, fresh baked bread, you know, shout out to whoever's baking that stuff. I don't know if Yvette's making that, but it's really good. Um, and then, uh, guess, guess, uh, family too, is just amazing. You know, they have an actual, uh, they have a chef de cuisine that works there. And, um, you know, the, the meals are, uh, the food is, is very good. Their pastrami, uh, brisket I had their pastrami, pastrami beef ribs were great. Um, truth is good. Oh, true. Well, truth is just, uh, truth is truth. You know, <laughs> truth, truth is, uh. There's nothing that you you eat at Truth that you don't like. It's just, it's on always on point. You know, everything's fantastic. And the desserts are even. Better. Oh, the not, desserts not are better, but just crazy. Good. Yeah, yeah, the desserts are crazy. The only one I would say that rivals their desserts is uh, Miller's Smokehouse. Oh, uh, Mama yeah. Miller's, the little mini pies they do there, and uh, the co- I mean, then having that that craft coffee place inside there too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Dusty's. You know, they're killing it over there, and yeah, that's such a cool place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's such a beautiful place too. Yeah. They did so much work on that place. Ever that that place runs like a like a top. You know, yeah. the The one thing that I haven't tried that you said um, that you had at one of your pop ups when we came back from traveling to Texas, we had gone to seventeen seventy five. Oh yeah, yeah, seventeen seventy five. The uh, corn the corn casserole oh my god man <laughs> that was something and you know i almost didn't order that too and i think actually i didn't i think you did 
Yeah, I think and, I did. Uh, yeah, the che- it was in like a cheesy corn casserole or something like that. It's like a cornbread. Yeah, it's like a cornbread casserole kind of thing. Yeah, it was almost like just, a corn pudding. Yeah, it was. Oh, man. just Yeah, it was uh, savory and sweet and, you know, just delicate, melt in your mouth. Um, and yeah, you know what? And, and I bet you it's like it's not. And and I tried figuring it out on my own, honestly. And I, I was playing around with a few recipes. And then it boiled down to one day I was at Restaurant Depot. And I picked up a box of that crusties, you know, like the pre-made or, you know, the, the make your make it yourself, add water, uh, cornbread mix. Mm-hmm. And I fooled around with that, you know, just added some butter and then kind of like par baked it a little bit with a bunch of cheese and and uh, like a couple cans of cream corn. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, this tastes a lot like their stuff, you know. <laughs> so sometimes things are so simple, you know opening a pack of crackers or cutting some cheese or opening up a box of, you know, banana pudding and stuff like that. And, you know, there, there's a reason why that stuff, you know, has been on the grocery shelves for a hundred, hundred plus years. It's because it's good stuff, you know? There's a yeah. bunch more we're probably not mentioning, but I, I mean, um, I haven't had bad barbecue over in Texas. Everything is no, that's because we, yeah, it's because we, we just don't go to bad barbecue places. <laughs> but even, yeah, there's bad barbecue a, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. But, but even uh, a, a chopped brisket sandwich at, at Bucky's ain't too bad neither. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Rudy's. Yeah, man. No, yeah. that's, that's, that's part of the fun is, is just going exploring a lot of these different places and then, um, you meeting the people and, and, uh, hearing their stories and I remember, you know, going to Kreitz and being received um, by that whole, you know, their whole staff was just so cool to us. And uh, yeah, man, it's, it's just, it's like, like you said, it's it's like family, you walk in the door and they're like, Hey, what's up, man? Like, we know who you are. Come on in. Let's eat, you know? And uh, yeah, it's, it's just awesome. Did you see that picture recently with uh, Tootsie and, uh, uh, what was the name of the pitmaster from uh, from Kreitz? What was the uh, name? Roy. Roy. Yeah, Roy. Mm-hmm. Did you see them? There, I saw a picture of them t- together. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, remember? He, remember when we were over there and he was talking about like yeah, he how he wanted to go to yeah, like, step yeah, into yeah. other places. Yeah. He. I guess he's been doing it. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's really cool to see. I re- I really think that and and when we took the tour with Roy when we were at Kreitz. Yeah. Um, we we walked right in through the door, and they had like this whole like um, this whole rack of of shirts, like the ones he wears. You know the right the tight the tight on the biceps. You know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> with the patch on it that says Roy on it. Yeah. Dude, if they sold those, they'd make oh, a killing, man. man. He needs to do that. Yeah. To, uh, Roy needs to hire a merchandising uh, marketing <laughs> guy to. Uh, yeah, to, to help them out with that because I would definitely buy one if they had one my size for sure. Yeah, so. I get I get the dirtiest one they have and <laughs> yeah, like, put, it, put, like, it, put it up on eBay. <laughs> be like the soccer players. Hey, I'll give you my shirt. You give me yours. You know? There you go. Hey, but they, they gave you a hat there. They were sweethearts over there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like, it was incredible. That that, that visit was, was great. It was just... Uh, yeah, Every I mean, door that opened was huge. You weren't expecting it to be so big in the next room and then the next room. And it was yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah, I know there are some people that said, you know, that say that, that the barbecue in Lockhart 
isn't good. I mean, when you you compare it to craft barbecue, it's a whole different monster. Um, and there's and it's still the same. I mean, to say craft barbecue is is and Lockhart barbecue is not craft. I mean, that's ridiculous. It's just a it's an old school style of really simple, hardworking, you know, food that people would eat. You know what I mean? So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I love it. Yeah, and I really don't give a shit what anybody says. If I sit right. down and I enjoy my tray, that's sure. all that matters to me, you know? The whole experience, the tray, you know, what? It, you know, if it's good to you, that's all that matters. So, yep. yeah, I, I loved it. That, having that kind of walking through Schmitty's and, and oh, doing man. all of that yeah. was, was just so... It's all living know? history. Yeah, yeah. You know, seeing the just the, you know, the yard with all the wood, every you know, and cranks and everything, you know, just crazy. Smoke on the walls, you know, yeah, all that stuff. yeah, yeah. It's well, awesome. Cool, but man. Yeah, yeah. Every, everything, uh, everything that we, you know, every place that I've ever been into has always been great. Um, yeah. So I'm trying to yeah, think man. of the name of the place uh, that we went to recently that I haven't been to before. Up in uh, uh, what's it called? I'm having a brain fart now. Houston or Austin? No, it's north of north of Austin. Uh, Interstellar? No, Interstellar. Oh, John Bates is his food is fantastic. But uh, yeah, there's there's been a lot of places. I'm trying to think of the place that we went to in uh, what is it? Uh, Pflugerville. Brotherton's. Brotherton's. Oh, John Brotherton. Yeah. Yeah, John Brotherton's with with his sandwiches, man. Those are. Yeah, that was good. Killer. Yeah. And uh, talking with Russell, you know, they were, they were, I was like, man, that uh, pastrami sandwich at, at uh, Brotherton's was fantastic. And he goes, why don't you ask him where he got the recipe from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those guys are hilarious, man. Yeah. They talk shit to each other all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. They all love each other, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then we no, can't, brother- we can't forget our buddy Brett, though, neither. Oh yeah, I know, man. That guy's that guy's creative. He's fun. I I love watching his Instagram, Facebook, man. He's just he does some fun, stupid shit that just makes. Yeah, me he does. Yeah, I seen uh, you see that old old man he has working for him now in, in his pit room. He's always yeah. getting drunk, yeah. and he records them. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, he was singing the other day and didn't know the words of the song. It was. That was hilarious, but <laughs> yeah, you know when I uh, when we opened the restaurant, our uh, our pit room is is modeled after um, kind of like a pit room that you would at like Brett's or uh, 2M Smokehouse. It's kind of like this little shack that encloses these uh, encloses your your pits, mm-hmm. um, and you know I just can't wait to have those kind of nights too. You know, just being able to sit there in that pit room with that warm pit, you know, and just have a beer and just relax and listen to some music and, and your cigars. Yeah. And have a cigar and, and just yeah, let those briskets ride, let them cruise, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I, what I want you to try when we went to Hurtado and he did that sausage. Oh, it was the like, sausage? oh my God, dude, that was, I keep telling people about that, <laughs> but I'm like, but now he's like doing a new sausage every week, or or he that was the plans. I don't know yeah. if he's doing it with all of this craziness that's going on, but he was doing like different sausages every week. That you know, I'm like, man, I wish I lived nearby that guy so I could just 
I go, I would, yeah, I would go there all the time. Like that's hey, why he yeah, has those customers. That yeah, I bet, I bet you he'd ship you some now, though. I mean, I'm sure they have, they have a whole plan on how to do that vacuum seal them. You know. Yeah, he's staying really busy. He's speaking of restaurants and plans and everything. So you guys, before this whole uh, pandemic and everything happened, yeah. you guys had planned to open April timeframe and had had even done your final pop up. And then it got crazy. So where are you now? First of all, for folks that don't know, um, talk to us a little bit about the whole plan of the of the restaurant and then uh, where you are now. Okay, sure. Yeah. So the restaurant is opening here in San Juan Capistrano. Um, we were living in the Garden Grove, Anaheim area, really close to Disneyland, matter of fact. So this area that we're living in now is like a whole whole other thing. I mean, we're, you know, we're still getting used to the streets and and you know the you know everything around here but uh yes it's still orange county but it doesn't feel it's a whole different orange county than either of us ever known our whole lives yeah Yeah. people uh people down here you know that they have big houses and uh you know but they're uh the great sense of community here which is something that we learned uh you know something that not to say that in garden grove anaheim you know there's not a community sense there but it just seems like everybody they're so nice over here, you know. They, everybody. It's a small community. It's a, it's a small community. It's a small town, which is kind of like a, kind of reminds me of a, a little bit of Texas ish. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody's really polite to each other, and you know, everybody waves at you, and you know, that's something that you know you don't really see down there. You can walk down the street, some streets in Anaheim, and uh, people won't even you know look up at you. So, you know, it's a little yeah. bit different, but. I dig it, you know. I like it. Yeah, that's so. People need to understand. You guys actually, you sold your house. You mm-hmm. picked yeah. up and moved to another city, right? To really just devote yourself to this plan of hey, we're opening a restaurant. We want to live nearby where yeah. I can just stay the night if I need to. Run yeah. home, get get a quick shower, come back to the come back to the pit. So you guys like. You dove right into this project. It's it's not like, oh, we're going to open a, a restaurant. You guys just made some uh, yeah. drastic moves. It, move move the kid. Yeah. yeah, moved your kid to a different school. Yeah. And, and like, just, yeah. To back, just to backtrack, nothing wrong with Anaheim. We had our, our son was born and raised mostly over there. Yeah, There's we were, nothing wrong. We, we just a lot of time in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. We just uh, started going with this idea of the restaurant. And actually, you know, us being naive, our, our original first opening date was projected l- last September. Mm-hmm. Us thinking, oh, yeah, that's what's going to happen. And then it moved to January and then April and then now this. So. You know, we're learning as we go, but yes, we we moved everything up. We yeah, sold the we, house. And... We uprooted. And, you know, to say that, you know, Orange County is a big place. I mean, from where we live, before we lived to where we're living now is a 45-minute drive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, now with no traffic, you can get there a little bit quicker. Yeah. But, I mean, at sometimes it's an hour plus to get down here mm-hmm. if, uh, if the traffic's bad. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's the only way we could make it work. And before all this happened, you know, we have our commissary kitchen in Fullerton, which is even farther from when we were living. So I was, you know, we were commuting from, from San Juan Capistrano, which is really close to the borderline of San Diego County and driving all the way up to uh, Fullerton to do our prep Mm -hmm. and um, cooking over there in Fullerton too. 
And then, you know, and coming is, back home and going back and forth. And there was days where I would go back and forth tw- two or three times in one day just yep. to make sure I had stuff at the kitchen. Yeah, if I, you forgot something at home, uh-huh. guess what? Someone's got to go home. And, or I had to pick up my son from school and there's no one available. So, you know, get him, go back and forth. Well, Danny, I left Danny at the kitchen. So, like, it was a lot more stuff mm-hmm. to do. But, you know, it wasn't horrible. It's just like, we're like, man, this is a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I never would have thought ever in my life that would be living down here in South Orange yeah, County. I never thought of mine either. Yep. I always thought that we would end up being in that area or Orange or Orange or maybe kind of move back to the area where I grew up in Whittier because mm-hmm. um, this is a whole foreign area to me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was that was a big move that we did make. Yeah. How, how did the restaurant come about? I, I, and uh, and kind of where are you now as far as yeah. the construction phases and all of that? So we, uh, at the time, actually, that we were scouted, we weren't actually looking to open a restaurant. I mean, obviously, that was the uh, the goal that we always had in the back of my head. And, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to achieve that was something that I thought would be a little bit farther down the line. And I was just really focusing on, you know, how do I, how, how do I make these pop-ups better? How do I expand? And I was, po- I was working with possibly even opening a, a restaurant inside of a brewery. Mm-hmm. So we were looking at the possibility of opening in a couple different places. Um, so, uh, but yeah, we, uh, we were approached by uh, an investment company. Um, actually, we didn't know who they were, but, you know, by this gentleman, his name's Matt Higgins uh, from a company called uh, Frontier Investments. And, they said, hey, would you be interested in, in, in opening a restaurant in San Juan Capistrano? And, uh, you know, I was like, okay, yeah, let me take one of your cards. Because at that time, we were just taking cards from different people, you know, obviously different investors and, and people that kind of seen our success and the, the amount of people that we drew to um, what, our events. And ironically, that same week, we had three different offers. On the table. Yeah. The same exact thing. Like, hey, would you want to open a restaurant here? Would you want to open a restaurant? Like, the same week, we were like, what is going on? And back then, I was still working full time. So I was doing this on the weekends with him while he was at the kitchen, mostly alone, you know, during the week. And so we 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 did not have, we thought like the restaurant would be in a 10-year plan, not not within a year or two. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was a time where it was just, you know, me and and Brenda working in the kitchen. And now we, you know, we have help. And to look back and I was like, geez, man, how did I, how did I do all that on my, on my own? You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. but, uh, anyhow, um, yeah, so they approached us with the idea and uh, we sat down with, uh, with, with another person uh, who's actually an independent broker and, um, you know, look, gave, told, basically brought us out to the area and we looked at it and, you know, uh, sat down and looked at some numbers and then, you know, I wasn't sure about it. And then, you know, just things started falling in place. And I started thinking about, um, you know, having a, uh, a place. It's funny because uh, I, I, you know, it's always, it's a great area to raise a family down here mm-hmm. in South Orange County it's and it's beautiful down here. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so, you know, I just, you know, put a couple things together and Brenda was on board with it. Like she always is with <laughs> crazy things that I want to do. And, and, uh, we just, you know, we pulled the trigger and we signed the lease and, 
and that was pretty much that and we uh from there just kind of took off you know what i mean i mean there was little delays here and there but you know when it really got rolling and it was just recently where the we had to just pump the brakes on the whole thing but you know we started pouring we poured the slab and then we I don't, I'm sure you've seen those pictures of the of the smokers from Harper getting craned in overnight. Yeah, flying and, thousand gallon pits. Yeah, flying thousand gallon pits <laughs> with the Mission San Juan Capistrano in the background. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, that was like an overnight night moves, you know, that we pulled that day. Mm-hmm. But, Absolutely. Um, hey, so do these uh, do these folks become part of Heritage Barbecue, or yeah. is it just you're just renting the the property so there? Yeah, so what it and, is, and not to not to get too into your business, right? Yeah, but no, there's a lot, lot of people that listen to this that are like, man, one of these days I would want to open a uh, a business, you know, maybe give us a yeah. little bit of insight into that. Sure. Yeah. So the way so with the way that worked was basically the amount of money that they were asking us would be our our monthly lease. To me, mm-hmm. at the time, thinking of this price was like, how are we going to come up with this? You know, mm-hmm. but after thinking, you know, about what we were doing weekly at pop-ups and kind of looking like crunching numbers and future, you know, projecting, um, you know, I was like, you know, we can make this happen. And, you know, the support of the community was there and, you know, everybody told us, you know, hey, you guys are going to come here. You guys are going to kill it. You know, they're the community, uh, even the city planners were like, hey, this this city is ready to have something like you here where folks will come to visit from other parts of the city because it's a really kind of a sleepy town well and to answer your question abe they, they're not um they own the property and they mm-hmm. had envisioned for something to go in there and when they came and kind of scouted us well they wanted a barbecue place. yeah they're like this mm-hmm. is what That's we what want they were doing this they were what, looking for a barbecue place this when... is what we want this will be successful like let's do that so um, basically, you know, they, they were looking for a place for us that we didn't know we were looking for, you know, and it, yeah. just, it, it, we, we, you know, thought about it a lot and we, we figured, you know, we're going to do it down the road. Like, why not do it now? It's, it's, we're jumping ahead in our timeline, but you know, we that, just that's pulled, pretty pulled cool. That, yeah. So, <laughs> so what it, so they approached us with this idea where they said that they wanted to put a brewery in, right? So mm-hmm. we, they said that they would give us 75% of the property and that we wouldn't have to do um, anything on the outside of the building. Uh, basically, you know, as far as the pit room went and um, inside of the kitchen, you know, that was, you know, anything that I wanted to do with that, any plans, blueprints, anything I wanted to come up with, you know, that was all on me. And, you know, that came out of my pocket and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Um so basically, this this place is going to be uh, selling beer. Um, they they opened up. They bought a brand actually, and uh, they're opening a brewery in the city of Stanton. And so the city in that city uh, in that brewery is where they're going to be brewing the beer that's going to be at the tasting room. And along with guest taps, I think they're going to have twenty four taps, I believe. So nice. Yeah. So I'm going to be using my pool with my relationships with the. Uh, breweries here in orange county to kind of get like some of the best beer that kind of hard harder to find beers you know on Mm -hmm. on draft there so i'll definitely be making those calls to my buddies for that (laughs) ones that we like and love to hang out with and have become our friends over these years and yeah 
encouraged us and helped us along the way too. But that's um, pretty. Yeah, that, that's pretty. Awesome. You have all these relationships, and you know a lot about beer too. And uh, I think that that that's gonna be great. I mean, heck, you always bring bottles to Texas when you go to Texas. Oh yeah. And uh, <laughs> I know Arnis can't yeah. drink a whole lot of different kinds of beers, and you give you bring him some special beers that are. Yeah, uh, yeah. He uh, he he can't have. Um, he's got celiacs, so he can't have gluten. So some of the beers that I brought uh, to him were. We're from this brewery called DeGard out in uh, Tillamook, Oregon. And uh, he got to sample some of them. He was like, dude, this is fantastic. And so pretty much him and his wife, <laughs> they drank, him and Mallory drank the, all the bottles that I took out there. And, and when I got home, um, I sent them some beers just uh, a few months ago, actually, for them to enjoy from the same brewery. Yeah, that's that's the cool thing is that you know a lot about these these different beers that you'll be able to to have customers like that that you know that can enjoy the beer even though they uh, they may not be able to enjoy other types of beers. So that's mm-hmm. sure that's cool, man. You're, you're mixing your knowledge of uh, and I know you make a, a great drink because uh, you, you, <laughs> you've made me a bunch of great great drinks. So yeah, you're mixing your knowledge of all of that and your and your barbecue. I think it's a it's a perfect marriage for you guys uh, with the with the beer and the barbecue there. Yeah, yeah I think uh, phase two would be to open up a bigger place where we can have a full liquor license so we can get start getting some good bourbon in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> so the building it's <laughs> so the building itself is is it uh, is it pretty close to complete the inside and the pit room and all of that? So- so the uh, the building itself was it's it's an existing building and it was built in 1964. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the one of the original. Um, I think they said it was a green burrito or something like that at one time, and then it was a, uh, a Pedro's Tacos, or I might have it flipped around. But so the building itself has been there for a while. The company that owns the property uh, leased another plot of land uh, from the city. And we're developing that into uh, what is now where the pit room is going to be and and seating area. area. So the majority of the seating of the restaurant is outdoor. Um, Mm -hmm. There's kind of like a walk, walk up bar that you can kind of sit at where, uh, you know, when it's not in use, the, uh, you know, the uh, it's like a gate that pulls down and it butts up right against the bar. So it's kind of like half indoor, half outdoor restaurant. And um, definitely a, a summertime restaurant, but I mean, it's uh, it's California. So, I mean, yeah. right now it's raining, but the majority of the time it's, it's pretty beautiful here. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, so there, you know, with the city of San Juan Capistrano, um, it's a super old city with the mission that's directly right across the street. And um, the restaurant was actually part of the mission at one time when they were uh, developing the land, they actually found some old mission floors uh, beneath uh, beneath where we, you know, where the restaurant will be and uh, some artifacts and some sort, you know, stuff like that. There's uh, anytime that they put a shovel in the ground or backhoe, they have um, uh, an archaeologist and a native person that's there, um, a Native American person that's there, a monitor, uh, just in case they find anything, because it's it's so old you know it's uh yeah it's whole it's holy land you know to the natives and to the uh you know to the uh the people that have been there forever 
I mean, it's, yeah. you know, yeah, there's, it's pretty crazy stuff, but, um, so yeah, to go back to what you were saying, the, uh, there's, there's TI work that needs to be done to the inside of the kitchen, but we can't really change anything around. Um, you know, we could like, uh, you know, put new, we can't touch, like we can't break down walls or like pull out stuff, but you know, we could change equipment and, you know, paint stuff and do all kind of, do some stuff like on the inside just to make it look good. Um, you know, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's very little work as far as more of like a, a remodel of the building of the facade really. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, there's, there's just been some, some things with, uh, you know, trying to get the whole offset thing, uh, figured out that took some time and, you know, some NSF certifications that we had to get, uh, it's just a lot of things that uh, that are required to be able to do this type of barbecue here mm-hmm. in California and in Orange County. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of obstacles that we had to overcome. And a lot in of, of course, historic part of town. Yeah, and a historic part of town, and a lot of like not taking no for an answer. You know, it's like uh, you know these are people that we're paying, you know, taxes to, and you know we're 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 looking for solutions and and being just being persistent is is the reason why we're getting where we're able to open this restaurant here in California and in Orange County. Do you already have all the certifications that you need uh, to open or, or is that still kind of ongoing? Um, I, I have, uh, I mean, I've always, I had my health permit and, you know, that sort of thing, business license, insurance, all that sort of stuff already. But um, um, as far as with the tanks, uh, that was something that Drew and I, uh, Harper barbecue were, you know, we were, we were struggling with trying to, find a solution to and you know he made some phone calls and he had some people come out and and do some inspections and from those inspections on the tank he was able to follow their uh specifications um to build these these smokers um to nsf standards and with that with that being said uh you know he's 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 drew's doing something special and i don't really want to get into that if you want to talk about that then that's uh that's on him but he it's it's going to set him apart from um a lot of other guys that are doing this because so the short answer is yes yes <laughs> yeah yeah but oh, i'm, I'm so happy for him so well, i mean we have to wait for you know our final inspection after all the construction yeah we, we have another but, inspection but that we need to do yeah we're, we're almost there we have we yes. have another inspection to do on the pits before um we can use them you know, to serve the public. Sure. That's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's unprecedented, right? Cause there's a lot of, uh, not a lot of people that have pits like that, that are, that are uh, cooking barbecue out here. So that's, um, at least not in restaurants. Um, but sure. yeah, man, yeah. great, great. So, uh, COVID-19 comes around, kind of puts a halt to your plans, uh, yeah. for now, um, which kind of brings us to, uh, so what's going on right now? You guys are doing some some amazing things in the community. Uh, you're you're one of the leaders. I mean, I one of the first people that I saw doing barbecue and and uh, you know giving it out to folks that are in need and folks that are in the uh, um, service industry. I, I saw now that um, you know, following your lead, you see Matt Horn doing it out in the Bay Area, um, and then man, you're seeing now a lot of people um pitching in and helping out and uh it's fantastic so let's talk a little bit about uh oc smoke kitchen 
Um, mm-hmm. I know uh, you've had one event already, and you're planning another event. Uh, press press release went out today about event number yep. two. So mm-hmm. let's go. Uh, yeah, let's let's talk about um, let's talk about sure. uh, the first event and kind of how it came to be. Yeah. So OC Smoke Kitchen is kind of based on a on an old school like Great Great Depression um, soup kitchen. So that's why we call it wanted to call it uh, Smoke Kitchen. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what it is, it's a it's a collaborative uh, concept with different uh, chefs from around Orange County. And, um, you know, these are these are people that I that I really look up to and uh, and, you know, um, always wanted to work with in one way. And, you know, you know me, there's a, there's a fine line when it comes to fine dining and barbecue, in my opinion, with the type of stuff that I do. And I try to blur those lines by, you know, bringing the two together. And, um, you know, barbecue can be just as sophisticated as like a, you know, a six course meal. So um, these guys are are on board with it. I mean, most of these chefs are out of work and, um, you know, they have to they were the ones that had to, you know, let their dishwashers go and let their, you know, front of the house staff leave and. You know, and um, it sucks. I mean, there's a lot of people that are out of work. Um, and so, you know, we as chefs, you know, think that, you know, the best way to solve this problem is to, uh, you know, uplift their spirits. And we uplift spirits in everybody we know, whether it's family or, or friends, by uh, through our food. And uh, so that's that's what we're doing. We're... Um, our, our first event that we did, uh, we had meat that was donated from uh, West Coast Prime Mates, mm-hmm. and they donated uh, 400 and I think it was 460 pounds of uh, pork. of pork butts, and uh, which was Damn. fantastic. And so this is yeah. a company that I had never uh, dealt with before. You know, I had been working with a couple of other. Uh, uh, a couple other meat purveyors that I won't really mention, but, um, and, uh, basically I had I approached these, the ones that I've been working with before and they kind of said, Hey, you know, we're struggling and which is totally understandable everybody and is. cause everybody was, and, you know, they just can't give anything away for free. So, uh, you know, I just went and, you know, just asked a few people till somebody finally said yes. And that was, uh, west coast prime and <laughs> that's danny he keeps going till someone says yes <laughs> yeah yeah and how how it started he woke up and like it was i, I don't even know a couple days before and it he's like Thursday. he's like i had a dream that i had a line of cars and i was handing out food and i'm thinking he's thinking you know a restaurant i'm like that's great babe like inspiration he's like so we're gonna do it this saturday i'm like what do you mean and then he started going into <laughs> it and i'm like that is so him because he has a giving heart and, you know, he can be tough and sturdy outside, but he's a big teddy bear and he just wants to help people. And we have been very blessed by all of this in our community and our supporters and all this. And so it's like, why not? If, if we can, why not? So we we actually had that weekend off because we had had our last pop up already. So we had it open um, or was it Swallows Day Parade or something? Yeah, they have an they have an event here every year, which is like the biggest thing that happens here in South Orange County. And it's called mm-hmm. the Swallows Day Parade, and it's supposed to be when the Swallows return to the Mission San Juan Capistrano. Mm-hmm. So they have like a big event that they've had here for I don't even know. I 
haven't been long, you know, here long enough to know the story about it, but it's been a long it's time like since 50 or 60 yeah, years that or they've something. had this parade. So, um, because you know, that of... was out of the question since COVID. And, um, yeah. so, you know, some of the events that I had planned, uh, for that weekend, as far as catering, you know, fell through. And so I had some, some extra time and, um, I started, I made calls to one person in particular who was uh, a PR her, and her name is um, Jill Cook, and she's pretty much like this badass uh, woman who does PR for some really top restaurants here in Orange County and has a lot of connections. So I told her, hey, this is what I'm thinking, um, you know, and I'm having a little bit of problem, you know, kind of getting people to, to you know, to come in and have, give us a hand with, you know, donating stuff. She goes, no problem. She goes, if you want, I can you know, put the word out that you're looking for stuff. You know, she knows a lot of people in a lot of different restaurants. And so uh, she put the word out and seriously between like two hours later, we already had a plan. We had uh, a restaurant to do it at and uh, we had helpers. Uh, you know, I, I made a few texts, put a couple texts out to some, some close friends and some other chefs I know here. Um, they were like, yeah, we're out of work. We're on board. Let's do it. You know? So, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I literally that Thursday morning and by Saturday at 11 a.m. is when the event took place. So it went really quick and, you know, we got some good publicity off of it. We had Farley Elliott from Eater LA cover it. Um, and then it even ended up being on the uh, Channel 11 News. With, and this was just something that we just put together within, two you days. know, in two days. Yeah. So that's um, awesome. Well, God bless Jill, Jill Cook. And now yeah. she's running point on this, right? So she's she's doing all of the administrative work on all of this, right. isn't she? Like, yeah, she handles all the press releases, um, you know, all the things that I really don't have time for. Yeah, you know, yeah. We're, we're, we're still grinding here, you know, we're still mm-hmm. we're still still working and and figuring this whole thing out. And, uh, you know, she's been she's been a help to us. And, you know, there's I'm just I'm really blessed to to be able to cross paths with her and um, some of the other people here. And uh, let's yeah. shout out your your all star team there. Yeah, you have, so we uh... have uh, Ralph Montez, who's the uh, sous chef for Taco Maria. Uh, Josh Lozano, who who's formerly of Toast and Costa Mesa, and you know he's uh, he's out of work right now, um, unfortunately, due to this. Uh, crisis but he's he's a badass chef and um he does pop-ups as well he's crazy fine dining guy and likes to mess around with wood he does like these like small um 12 person dinners like on the beach in like huntington and he like cooks everything over uh over like campfire pits and like puts up a tent and has it's pretty it's pretty crazy It's, it's an awesome experience but um so we have him, and then we have uh, uh, who else do we have? Trevor. Yeah, we have Trevor Kochek. Uh, he's formerly formerly of Sergeant Pepperonis, which is like one of the top pizza places here in Orange County. Um, just a just a great man, badass dude, um, entrepreneur. Uh, Kevin Hammonds, who's the the head brewer from uh, Gunwale Ales in Costa Mesa, and now in Orange. And then of course my. Uh, my gorgeous wife, but you know, her being pregnant, it's kind of keeping her out of the, uh, being at the events, but she's helping out, you know, as far as administrative stuff and, you know, handling emails and 
all that sort of thing. Whatever she can do from home, I try to keep her safe, you know. Yes, I've been yeah. grounded. Yeah, she's been grounded. <laughs> been grounded. But, and you uh, should be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah. um Ophi... I, I'm dying to go. I'm like, can I just go? And he's like, There are too many people that you yeah. too much of a risk and I just I, I'm I'm a homebody. I, I label myself as that, but during all of this I'm like I'm drowning. This is this yeah. is the first this is the first day in probably three weeks I have I've just stayed inside all day. And yeah. you know, I I uh I take precautions when I go out, but it it's it's hard for me to be able to stay in this house just because for one thing I get stir crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh number two is um, you know, I still have to run the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I, I see uh, I don't want to leave anybody out. I see Patrick Lai of the blind rabbit and Patrick. Oh, so, the, yeah, you're, so for the net for the next smoke kitchen round two, mm-hmm. um, that's going to take place in Anaheim. So Patrick Whitaker is the uh, head chef for bottle logic. And right now they, they have a, uh, like a food trailer that they work out of. Mm-hmm. Um, the restaurant is under construction, but like all things has come to an halt right now. Um, but just a great chef, great, even greater person. And uh, you know, after this event took place, you know, Pat reached out to me and asked, you know, hey, anything I can do, he's, I don't care what it is. He's like, I want to be a part of it. So I said, sure, you, you'll be the next one. And uh, Peter Peter Lay of The Blind Rabbit, which everybody knows, if you know craft cocktails, you know, The Blind Rabbit, mm-hmm. uh, they got voted like uh, number one craft cocktail in, I think it's L.A. and, and Orange County. I'm not sure, but they're just uh, this crazy speakeasy. Um, that's in the Anaheim packing house and it's very, very hard to get into. Um, your reservations are like months in advance and, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic place and he's a great chef and he's actually originally from Austin. He's still got his, his five, uh, five, one, two phone number too. So (laughs) nice. he's like, Hey man, when I first met him, he's like, Hey man, he's like, I heard that, uh, that, that there's some good barbecue, here in uh in orange county now and he's like you know i'm from austin and i'm like mm-hmm. i'm like yeah well come and try it and see what you think and you know obviously he loved it and and now we're we're friends and you know he's out of work as well and so uh, matter of fact i think you guys met when you both were doing that fundraiser and oh yeah we, we did do a fundraiser at the packing house uh it was a uh, to raise money to have a beer festival and all the money went to um I can't remember the name of the fundraiser that so Greg Greg throws this thing OC beer blog uh he was from OC, he formerly of OC weekly now he's from Orange Coast magazine um throws this event where all the proceeds go to a specific uh foundation for I don't I think mean, it's for the city of Anaheim is it's it for something for the city of Anaheim yeah, yeah something like it that it was a while back I my pregnant brain. I can't remember a lot of. But stuff. yeah, so I did. I did one with Chef Peter where I did uh, pulled pork and brisket, and we just made brisket and pulled pork nachos. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's all. That's all we did, and it was it was great. It was a good good experience. It was a fun day. Yeah, very fun. So. Day. That's awesome, man. And so the first OC Smoke Kitchen you guys provided um, was a pulled pork sandwiches for folks, and what else did you guys provide? Yeah, we did. So we did pulled pork sandwiches and uh, Drew was there from Harper Barbecue and he helped out. He ran the pit most of the time, actually. We also had a, a few people donate some stuff. Uh, Artifacts Brewing Company, which is San Clemente. And they're about 10 minutes from where we were in Dana Point, a local brewery here. And uh, Brewery X in Anaheim, which is where we're having round two at. Uh, they donated, oh, God, 
I I would say probably, you know, 300 cases of beer. And wow. it was like, yes, yeah, this IPA that they do, this West Coast IPA, which is great. And uh, so basically people drove up in their car and uh, we had a limit of uh, two per two per person. And uh, so they would grab, they would just get their sandwiches handed to them in a bag and they'd have beer. They're like, hey, do you, what, what you guys want with beer? And so, of course, everybody wanted beer. Everybody was super excited to see a lot of smiles on people's faces. And that's uh, so cool. Yeah. How many sandwiches did you guys end up making there? Um, we had, we did, I think, what I say, I think I said it was like 460 pounds of pulled pork. We ended up with about, I think, 10 or 15 pork butts left over. Um, so we ended up donating those to this place in Garden Grove called uh, Bracken's Kitchen. And uh, basically, they, they, what they do is they, um, they feed the homeless. Uh, they bring people in that are off the streets and they train them to be cooks so that they can go out and find a job. So what they do is they, they run a food truck and they go around, they sell food and it goes right back into the cause. Um, but yeah, so I, I didn't keep count on how many exact sandwiches we did, but we did a mm -hmm. lot of sandwiches. That's yeah. so cool, man. Mm -hmm. And so, and so for round two, you guys, um, you have you guys have the same sponsors or are there new sponsors and um like how's this one gonna team. work mm -hmm. yeah we have the same dream team so like we have jill cook again running marketing and pr uh mm -hmm. we have ralph montez josh lozano uh, kevin hammonds and we brought in patrick whittaker again and peter lay um we're going to be doing it at uh brewery x in anaheim uh right off of la palma and kramer boulevard and um yeah so this time the menu we're gonna have uh brisket tacos uh you've had burritos los, los la palma right oh yeah oh yeah really good okay. okay so burritos la palma the owner uh his name is armando banuelos i think it i'm pretty sure that's his name just spoke mm -hmm. with him today i actually gave him i personally called him to thank him but they're actually making us flour tortillas for the event oh man yeah those are some good tortillas man yeah they are very good so he's they're doing um their six inch uh flour tortillas they're donating 600 of them and um we're gonna be doing the uh the brisket so i'm gonna i think i could fit about 24 25 briskets on my cooker at one time mm -hmm. so we, on, the 500. on the 500 gallon so mm -hmm. i think we uh we 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 portioned them out to be able to do a, around 600 tacos, maybe a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, they're going to, it's going to have an avocado tomatillo salsa with some pickled onions and possibly, possibly working on like a, like a cactus, like a nopales, like salsa salad, you know, kind of like beef up the tacos a little bit, mm -hmm. but it's going to, it's going to have a quarter pound slice of brisket on there. So they're going to be pretty, pretty hefty size ta tacos that we're going to give out. So. Yeah, and be, and who all yeah. can come who all can come through this line so it's 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 directed towards the hospitality industry again um mm -hmm. but really it's to any first responders that are that you know are out there whether it be uh you know police officers or you know nurses doctors anybody in the medical industry or you know, or really just anybody that's uh, that's that's out of work or that's, been affected that's by yeah, it. that's been affected by this this virus. Yep. So, okay. yeah, damn it. So I, 
So I guess I don't qualify. But uh... <laughs> yeah, we, we might we might be able to sneak you one off to the side. <laughs> hey, but I didn't get so much last time. Don't feel bad. Yeah, Brenda didn't get one last time. <laughs> uh, um, no, man, this is this is just incredible. Um, first of all, thank you, Danny, for everything that you and Brenda are doing, um, because it takes a special kind of person, you know, and a lot of times people post like, man, those guys are good people right there. They're just good people. And a lot of times it's just, you know, it seems like the nice thing to say, but you guys really are good people. You have good hearts. I've, I've been lucky enough to be around you for, for a long time. Really thank you too. And your families, because you are really making a, a huge impact Thank you to your whole team that's working uh, on this. And, you know, we, we mentioned all of their names there and, and, uh, Miss mm-hmm. Cook as well. And, uh, and, you know, the, the meat, uh, providers and, you know, La Palma and everybody, thank you very mm-hmm. much, uh, mm-hmm. for everything that you do. We'll get the, we'll get the word out and hopefully, um, you know, folks, uh, can line up and get a, an awesome, uh, awesome tacos out there in uh, yeah. Anaheim. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of cool. It's funny that you say that because, um, you know, after doing that first event, you know, things were a little bit slower before uh, before we did the event. And then after we did it, it just like our sales just they took off like skyrocketed. And, you know, we've been blessed to to have like some of the the most record breaking sales that we've had. Um Without having a pop-up. Without having a pop-up. And I think it's just the community supporting us. Um, and we're really feeling the love. And so, you know, in between these sales that we're doing, uh, where we're doing delivery now um, to anywhere in Orange County. We just we, had our first test run of that last yeah, weekend. Yeah, it was our first pretty, delivery. Pretty good. Yeah, it went mm-hmm. really well. And, um, you know, the figuring out the logistics is is a tough thing, but everything is. Um, but in between these sales that we're gonna doing, we're gonna continue to keep doing these uh these uh these giveaways to you know people that really need it um mm-hmm. while this whole thing happens until it's over with. And it's not much, you know, it's just it's a mm-hmm. meal for that day, but it's it's something, you know, like just it's to bring lot. people together. Yeah. Yeah. For a yeah, lot of people it's a, it's a, it's everything, right? Because yeah. um you know, it, I can't imagine being out of work right now. And I know a lot of my friends are, and I know a lot of yeah. people out here are. So, um, I mean, if I had something like that, you know, that, that would just, just be incredible. So if people want to donate or help out, um, how do they contact you? And also, yeah. um, where can they buy food from you if they want to help support Heritage Barbecue? Um, because you guys have to pay bills too, right? So oh yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah. yeah, so we're so we're, right now we're doing um what we're doing is we're doing last week I did actually two cooks because I'm trying to meet the demand. Um, you know, some folks are just like, Hey, when are you gonna have you need more food? We need more food. I'm like, Oh god, I guess I gotta gotta cook more. <laughs> it's a good it's a good problem to have, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. So what we're doing is we're doing a cook and then we'll uh, chill everything down overnight. Um, and then we'll vacuum seal everything. So, you know, as fast as we can, so that it maintains the freshness and, uh, yeah. So then we're now we're, uh, we're not shipping, but we're delivering through a uh, contact ta- contact list doorstep delivery. So, uh, basically we say this is the day that you can either pick up from us, uh, here in Dana point, 
or uh, you have the option for delivery. Uh, we just basically let you know that we're we're there or we're almost there and we're, we'll leave it at your doorstep for you. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, we make sure that we sanitize all the packages before mm -hmm. they go into any containers or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, so that's what we're doing to uh, make ends meet right now. And uh, so, yeah, just, you know, just through following us through Instagram and we have our uh, our Square online store, our e-commerce store up on uh, on our bio that you can click on. And like right now, I think we're almost sold out for uh, for Easter briskets, which is crazy because we had a lot up on there. Um, but uh, yeah, you can just click on that link and it'll tell you what we have available. And usually pickups are are every Saturday uh, when mm -hmm. unless we're doing a, uh, a special event with Smoke Kitchen or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll be continuing to do these. Yeah. Great. Just what, what we've had to change out around since, uh, you know, COVID hit. And it, we originally had planned with our staff to keep doing pop-ups since we found out there was going to be delays on the restaurant just due to construction and whatnot. But now because of, you know, COVID, this is our new way of, you know, because, yes, we still have to pay our bills. We still have to make ends meet at the end of the day. We still have, you know, all of the same stuff. We got a baby on the way as well. Yeah. So we just have to. Yeah keep thinking ahead and planning ahead and this is our new normal for right now anyway yeah absolutely and if if anybody wants to help the oc smoke kitchen cause oh, um, yeah. yeah so yeah just reach out to me uh send send me a dm or you can email us at heritage barbecue b-a-r-b-e-c-u-e at uh, gmail.com and we're always looking for um any sort of donations even if it's just uh like water for the staff, maybe beer, perhaps. Um, or, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that go into this, uh, a lot of money that does come out of pocket, um, things that we use of our, that we personally purchase, like butcher paper and... Oh, the woodshed. Uh, oh, the woodshed. The woodshed, we've been getting wood from them from the start, and they're in the city of Orange. They donated a pallet of oak for us to use at the next uh, event, which is, which is awesome. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, and, and and wood isn't cheap, mm -hmm. you know, so mm -hmm. uh, and, and that's so that's one thing. The last event that we did, you know, I used my own wood. I used my own butcher paper, used my own foil, my own foil pans. And there's a lot of stuff of my own that, you know, that I used and, you know, didn't get anything back. But that's not what it's about. Um, mm -hmm. But if there's anybody out there that would like to, you know, I'm not at we're, we don't like to have uh, money donations or anything like that because, uh you know, we just, we'd rather, you know, people pitch in in some other way, you know, like, uh, we were doing the cook and we had this gentleman and he just knew that we were in Dana point at this location and dropped us off all like eight coffees, eight big coffees, you know, with cream and sugar and everything. And you're talking about like at four o'clock in the morning, you know, where the weather starts changing and the sun's about to come out, it gets really chilly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all of us were outside and I mean, just stuff like that just like warms our heart, you know, so that's, cool, man. Yeah, it's so cool. And, you know, like, I don't know if I'll ever see that person ever again. But like, those are the type of people that that, you know, really, you know, do something that's uh, that makes a difference, mm -hmm. you yeah. know. Well, again, thank you guys for for doing what you're doing. Um Last question here is, yeah. So, what are you having, a boy or a girl? <laughs> uh, we're having a brisket. 
<laughs> a little brisket. Name uh, Abraham. I, yeah, or a little Abraham. Um, we we joke around and we say uh, that Brie. I tell Brenda Brie would be a good name. I think it'd be short for brisket. You know, if it's a yeah. girl. Yeah, and I'm, I'm giving myself whiplash, shaking my head no. <laughs> no, way, no way. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we don't know, and uh, uh, Brenda doesn't want to find out. So we we have a boy and a girl already, and I knew, well, we knew what it was, what they were before. Gotcha. So this one was a total surprise to us. Um, you know, we found out just before our last uh, Texas trip with you. Um, yeah. yeah, and so you're one of the first people that we told because you obviously noticed I wasn't drinking. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, you, you've seen her at your house before. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I just figured, you know, with this one, I just want to be in the delivery room and hear my husband's voice tell me what the gender is. And yeah. maybe I'm romanticizing this idea too much, but it's most likely our last one. So if I say uh, if I say text, that means it's a boy. <laughs> if I say brisk, if I say brisket, then it means it's oh, a girl. Oh, my God. No codes. <laughs> <laughs> when, when's the due date june 14th all right well cool we got a lot well, on our plate right now yeah yeah well congratulations on on the baby of course uh Thank congratulations you. on your new Thank restaurant you. coming up god willing uh this pandemic doesn't uh you know doesn't last too much longer you know it, and it's uh, gonna happen yeah yeah yeah. everything's everything's gonna happen it's just uh it's all gonna yeah. happen at the same time probably our luck yeah <laughs> yeah and uh folks out there make sure you uh you check out heritage barbecue on social media and uh, uh the hashtag they're using is hashtag oc smoke kitchen for the event yes, uh this sir. coming weekend and uh i assume there'll probably be more events as time goes by but uh yeah so if you want to help out or uh um, or even buy some barbecue during these times. Uh, yes, uh, hit, yes. Hit up Heritage Barbecue. Definitely. Well, thank you, guys. I appreciate you being on the show. Thank you, Abe, for having us on. We really appreciate it. And uh, I still have a, a bottle of whiskey that I got for you from your birthday, and I miss not being able to hang out with you, dude. <laughs> I'm glad we got one in before uh, before we this did. all really went down. So Yeah, we did. I'm sure we'll uh, we'll be back at it soon enough. We'll, we'll have to catch up. Yes. Yeah, buddy. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you again. And you guys have a great day. Okay. You too, brother. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to the iCrush Barbecue Show. Remember, if you like the show, please help us reach more listeners by leaving us a five-star rating on your favorite listening app. Subscribe to get all past and future shows and share with your friends. Check us out on your favorite social media platform to see our latest updates, announcements, and cool pics and fun videos. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at iCrushBBQShow. Or just email me at iCrushBBQShow at gmail.com. Don't forget to tag us with your favorite pics. We'd love to see what you're crushing. Until next time, keep crushing that kid.